Hey, what's good, people? I hope you're doing well. Thank you for joining on another episode of the Gray Zebra Podcast. My name is Roger Gray, a creative based in Nairobi. I started this podcast because I wanted to share inspiring thoughts and ideas that are helping me in this journey of life. I also wanted to have conversations with people who inspire me. On this episode, I speak with Ken Beto. So Ken is a returning guest. And if you want to listen to the previous episode, it's titled A Philosophical Cipher with Ken Beda. On this episode, we talk mostly about cryptocurrencies, NFTs, and that whole blockchain space. So as such, we have to give this warning. Anything we do say is not going to be taken or should not be taken as financial advice. We're just a bunch of guys talking about something we're interested in. So I hope there's value for you here and I hope you enjoy. My name is Roger Gray. This is the Gray Zebra Podcast. Welcome. Hi, man. Yo, what's good, better? Thank you for coming back. What's up, what's up? Part two. Pleasure, as always. Um, firstly, man, the first one, I did get a good amount of feedback at the time. Like, people were feeling those vibes, man. We 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 went through different topics, man. Like, it was a range of things. I think that's why I just called it the, the philosophical cipher. And that was perfect because mm. we just we kind of drifted. Anyway, man, welcome. Yeah, that was fun, man. Looking forward to doing that again. <laughs> yeah, man. No, the world has been changing, and uh, <laughs> it feels like it's what two years later, uh, maybe less than. Yeah. But a lot has changed, and um, well, I wanted to talk to you again. Well, that was the plan even beforehand. You know, I was gonna have this. Um, it's, it's it's it was great having that conversation, and there's so many other things we can talk about, but. In particular, today I just wanted to kind of get into um, this whole NFT, blockchain, cryptocurrency um, technology. This entire kind of space has become so popular these days. And um, for me, it first started with uh, my friend telling me about Beeple. And uh, I think he's a mutual friend. I'm sure you know Kome. Uh, he was uh, also a guest on the podcast, and um, so he, he hit me up because he's a he also listens to different podcasts with other creatives, and he's actually the first one to put me onto Beeple years ago. So he was my first he he was the first person that kind of put me onto Beeple. So I knew about Beeple, and then he told me, "Yo, dude, check out this podcast. This guy just sold millions because um, of his digital art." I'm like. It's digital art millions that doesn't make sense <laughs> you know and uh which brand is this how did he you know which deal is this that's how i was kind of thinking and when i checked the podcast they're talking about this nft um thing and uh it just completely just took me away enveloped me and i just dove into that world and since then i can't get out man i can't get out of this world it's a whole new space and yeah, man, um, that's what I wanted to talk to you about. So, yeah, what what do you know about this NFTs and uh, and and Beeple? Do you know about this Beeple news? 
Yeah, man. See, you know, I don't, uh, for those who don't know, I used to be a graphic designer in, that, in the advertising world. And, uh, you know, naturally, you, you network with fellow graphic designers. And we used to share, we, we had these uh, pages on WhatsApp or Instagram where we share like artworks from different artists that we liked. And Bipo was a common favorite in, in those circles. So, I've, especially with the series he started after after Donald Trump took office and Corona became a thing. Like he, he's always had these uh, overly overly uh, what's the word? Uh, They're just so out there, man. They're just yeah, they look, yeah, <laughs> apocalyptic artwork. You know, showing like. Donald Trump's head on like Hillary uh, a robot body of Hillary Clinton stuff like that so you know yeah. it, it caught our iPhone from from Kitambo and and naturally I've also I've been aware of NFTs since I first heard of Hedera Hashgraph Bar. and back then they weren't even calling it NFT this was back in like 2017 2018 but and they had very few um companies that were using this uh uh this technology to to their advantage like it, it was some companies that were using nfts to track like energy consumption and help people like uh, sambaza elect to another person stuff like that mm-hmm. uh, so it wasn't really in the media space um i think uh what made nfts popular? i guess it's the people thing and these new NFT platforms being built on top of the Ethereum uh, uh, blockchain. So, so, that, so before we even dive in, you know, you're saying words where it's like flying over heads and it's like, whoa, <laughs> first of all, let's <laughs> Ethereum and then hash graph. It's like, hold Hedera, you know, it's like, okay, okay, hold up, hold up. Um, what is an NFT? Well, an NFT is basically a non a non copyable digital entity that can be programmed with different uh, they're called smart contracts you know that can deliver uh, different actions through time uh, I, that's my lemon understanding of it um but like literally um word for word like what it uh, abbreviates is non fungible token right non fungible token yeah yeah and from my understanding at least from this uh, yeah i think you've said like the 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 literal uh, sort of uh, understanding of it because it can be used in different ways right uh, but in terms of this art like um how can something be an nft and i've uh, from, uh, from what i'm gathering it's like as a metaphor like there's the mona lisa and then and and the mona lisa has you know what tens of millions right hundreds of millions or something and then you go to paris man actually you can go to my cyber cafe just here in loka better kenya and i can print me a copy of uh, the mona lisa so you know i have a copy but obviously there's one that has the value and one that doesn't so that's basically that's my understanding of of um of a non-fungible token like one dollar you have a you have a dollar have a dollar they're basically the same 
but and we can trade that fairly but all of a sudden i become or you become super famous and you sign that dollar there's a bit more worth to that particular dollar there's something unique about it that makes it um increase in value right am i am i on the right yeah i think the reason is hard for us to here especially as africans to conceptualize the value of this thing is because it's not in, it's, it's not been in our culture to kind of uh, flip art or flip things like it's been in the western world where you know people flip like uh, the 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 play cards the you know baseball cards stuff like that from from back in the days right we didn't uh, have that pokemon thing as much yeah, as yeah, as it did know, over there which which or, which itself is an extension of like the you know the whole history of baseball trade from, cards and 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 right yeah, right, right. That's yeah, yeah, yeah yeah that's yeah. that's it's, it's like an evolution of that whole culture of flipping ash from back in the days you know you find like a uh relatively talented artist uh, hopefully hopefully his story is captivating enough that it buys into rich buyers but in a, in real sense we all know that it's mostly a way to hold value for mm. really really rich people that's what it's, it's evolved to like at the current moment right so I, 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 in that regard i see how it's it might be hard for to kind of grasp how you know that idea of owning something unique uh, it's hard for us to conceptualize it but right but but we have to right because this is this yeah. is the way man <laughs> like there's no yeah, other way yeah. this is what's happening right now and like so as a digital artist so why come um mirebua guys look out for that podcast episode earlier in season one and uh, what he was he, he brought me on to it is because um i do digital just like you and i'm sure you it piqued your interest as well and uh it definitely did for me and i was like man like how can i position myself do can i um should i be getting myself into this world because people made millions in a weekend and he since then since um since uh, i was shared that first podcast that had that news it, it was 3.5 million at that launch that drop recently he did 69 million uh for i think it was one single piece the others were 700,000 other was you know he's done he's experimenting he's playing around but he has the clout because he has been he has been posting every his his, his series is called every days because he's been posting every single day he's been and you can see his growth that's the beautiful thing about his every days is it shows his growth that he has applied himself every day and you can't sometimes i really wonder how does he do it <laughs> you know and um but he did it so it's like sometimes i look at these things and i'm like you know when this news came to me when this this when i got invited into this world i'm like man how can i play a part and um and i immediately started looking to okay how can i make an nft <laughs> have you tried um no i haven't tried because the the research that i have done so far i'm seeing that you need um and one of the words you're talking about is this ethereum you need to be in the ethereum network you need to have some sort of um cryptocurrency and and then you need to be able to mint and basically tokenize this uh 
artwork that you have, this this digital representation of this value, and then it can it, it it's tokenized. Basically, now you has that um, digital or, or representation on the blockchain. Did I did I get that right? <laughs> well, it, it, you don't need there are there's the new platforms now that have come out where you can uh, you can mint without paying any, okay. any gas fee. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But then again, they don't help you with the like marketing your NFT or whatever. So you you probably mint it and it'll just stay there because you know you don't have clubs mm-hmm. like people. <laughs> right, right, right. So I guess different platforms offer different, you know, leverage their platforms or or whatever, what have you. And um yeah. But yeah, I found that super interesting, man. Like someone owning um, this digital representation. It really, because before, you know, copyright issues have always been a problem. And um, I'm sure it has been as well for all these platforms because people just put your music there. Next thing you know, you know, your image is on someone else's page. They're using it to grow or, or whatever it may be. People can just screenshot something and they basically own it. Someone can just take your content or take whatever of yours that's digitally. It basically, they can take your ownership. But now with this whole NFTs, with this whole blockchain technology, somehow you can um, have a representation that's encoded and, and someone can own it and and they can track ownership and it can be sold and 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 apparently on these nft sites and stuff you can even earn a commission for each time that it is sold as you are the you're the artist so if someone buys your piece for a thousand dollars worth of ethereum or whatever you can get a piece first you get that then if he sells it again for ten thousand you can get ten percent of that or whatever you have arranged and basically there's a lifeline throughout and it cannot be lost um yeah it's it's, it's quite fascinating man yeah I've, I've been following a lot of uh gary gary v has been talking a lot about nfts mm. it's hard to ignore because it's everywhere <laughs> um, yeah. and he's been preaching about this new one he's dropping and you know it's got it got my interest i was like because he's never sold anything that publicly and that's two days because <laughs> brainwashed all of us to that day we're all gonna be waiting Yo, <laughs> i don't know if you've listened to him talking about this on any I've podcast tried- but- I've tried not to listen because I know when Gary V gets really excited, he has this very uh, high pitch. He sounds like yeah. Karen, and that's just 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 shouting, you know. And uh, sometimes the pitch just interrupts with my brain. So, so I, you know, with this with this stuff, I I've been trying to minimize uh, some of the Gary V. But yeah, he's been he's been extremely bullish on on this technology of late last year not so much but you can see he's someone who doesn't really talk much about things he doesn't have a complete firm grasp on but it's some oh you know yeah. when, you, when you have that much capital he has his feet into all these things and um yeah the, you know he's part of the people f- fueling that that fomo that excitement with this whole technology and that's why it's like i, I really find it important to to talk about it man mm-hmm yeah, one thing he 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 was uh, preaching a lot uh, recently is 
how people don't pay attention to the actual smart contract that under that's underlying in the NFT. Uh, him, his his thing is is uh, looking at all these people who rushed into buying these NFTs now when it was early. Uh, looking at that in the future, you know when it's a saturated market and these initial smart contracts that were written didn't really hold much value for the people who bought them. And it's like 10 years in the future and that NFT that was bought at uh, $67 million is, is just sitting now at like $60, $35 or something, you know, after like a steady uh, decrease in value because of because the NFT, the smart contract wasn't uh, written to like to have the best uh, return for both parties, you know? Uh, so it's like more one-sided where the artists, yeah, he wins something, but the people who invested into buying these NFTs, they don't really get anything in return. And he's saying there's nothing wrong with that, but that's the difference he's trying to make with this new NFT is trying to drop. He wants to make sure like the people who buy it, you know, <laughs> like right. uh, 20, 25 years from, from now, it's buy it's paying for their, their kids' tuition in uni or something like that. Like, And then I think... So, um... And for someone who doesn't know anything about this kind of stuff we're talking about, they're going to hear smart contracts, NFTs. Guys, this is Illuminati. Speak English, please. You know? <laughs> so, <laughs> you know, and that's one of the interesting things I found with this, um, you know, tokenizing of this, of your works or of your, your value. It's so interesting because I've heard of an example where someone is putting... I guess is this what you mean by smart contracts? Is it like how, what the NFT actually means? What what comes along with it? Um, with people, he he has this physical box. It comes in and it has uh, a physical representation of the artwork. There's also something else. I heard recently. I saw a video where he's going to be putting underpants in case you shit yourself when you see how dope the package is. So he's actually going to put. And underpants, uh, underwear in each of his, his his artworks. So it's like this creative stuff, and he actually puts um a piece of of, of his hair along with his, all these things. And is this what you mean by smart contracts in a way where it's like you can the the rules that come along with your NFT? Because I've seen some people no. sell part of their body, like someone is selling their arm in in and not just selling your arm, but like you're selling your space of your arm, the real estate. And uh, someone has said. You know, if you you bid for you know a piece of my, my, my you know the, my upper arm, you can do a tattoo and you can design the tattoo that fits there. Then there's, and you know we we have cases where way back in the days, people like Angelina Jolie would um, insure her lips or J Lo would insure yeah. her ass or whatever like that. So is tokenizing gonna be the new way of like you know leveraging your realist assets your, your your favorite assets and like it, you know just being creative with it i mean i wouldn't i wouldn't be surprised if you must decide to do that with nfts but uh <laughs> they're way more powerful than just <laughs> preserving real estate on someone's skin like uh, actual real estate you know uh, like you, you could be able to say you want to build like an apartment complex instead of uh looking for investors beforehand you know like physically the way it happens now you can uh, just sell digital shares of each apartment for example 
and uh, mm. that can serve as the initial investment pool and you can you can reward you can uh, code the the smart contracts in a way that uh, the initial owners of the nfts get returns when the properties are rented you know according to how much how much they invested so that's the actual the cases like that those are the potential or even something like uh the agricultural process you know where uh there's no tracking of uh inventory from one supplier to another and you don't know what insecticides are in certain uh products so you you can you can nft like a certain product so that according to each step of the of of its chain of, of that chain into into production it's updated at each step of the way so that you know exactly what, what it went through what uh insecticides it it uh were used on it uh so there are real life cases that are much much more important even but than you know the the i guess the artistic uh, uh way it can be it can be used but mm. you know trust trust the human ego to take it there to, to, to <laughs> <laughs> the most superficial way possible <laughs> yeah trust real estate on your skin but you know <laughs> and and i think yeah i wanted to start off with there because i guess that's some a lot of um people let me not say a lot because you just never know but i i would say there's a fair amount of people who would be getting into this kind of uh field through the nft thing just like um just as i did and um but yeah i guess that kind of takes us into this whole blockchain thing because um i guess that's where all this technology kind of lies under right um this yeah man what is that man what is blockchain because it seems like the way you would explain the internet to someone in the 50s or something it's like it seems like the new thing the new space where uh transactions are happening and um where communications happening where there's some sort of trade between intellectual property or 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 digital assets and stuff like that um so this is me explaining blockchain to someone who is from the 50s so. blockchain for dummies blockchain for dummies um i would imagine it as an a dist- exactly what it is a distributed ledger system you know or network actually yeah where mm-hmm. you assume you are running a, a ledger to you know in a shop in a tax shop where you need to track expenses you need to track your your inventory you need to track your profits your losses your margins um assume now instead of having it in just one book you have it shared across different uh computers and mm. it's updated simultaneously and updated automatically so it right. it brings it brings uh it brings forth some capabilities you know when you imagine that at a global scale it brings forth some possibilities that were unprecedented with our current state of affairs the, the way our systems are 
kind of right. uh, built on intermediaries and middlemen mm. this is now and and i guess tra- threatening that absolutely because i you know we have uh, our financial systems you know nationally all kind of individual and then they link up on a global scale and you know there's all these intermediaries like you said and um if you're talking about a ledger and you know the whole financial system is somewhat based on that and it's like all these systems institutions they kind of have to align and have an agreement and but when we're when we're having these when we're trading we're communicating there's you know there's all these you know like transferring a, a Kenya shilling to a, a dollar isn't just like a, a flick of the switch it has to go through all these bodies and convert it and in that process you know um value is lost and now we have this technology that's um i guess like you said like a network of ledgers and now uh we can see what's happening and anyone can add to the ledger and and just a bit of research that i did on my own there's like uh there's blockchain technology exists in 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 different ways and there's the centralized and then there's this decentralized form because blockchain can be used in in different ways in within institutions and um maybe some cases are more useful than others but i think the buzz is around the decentralized nature of of this this kind of technology right because now anyone can chip in anyone can scrutinize anyone can can see and there's a sense of uh visibility and transparency but at the same time there's a anonymity because um in the ledger there's not oh roger gray transacted a bitcoin to can better there's this an address and then there's another address and so that has come as a maybe some some hate has come around it because like okay uh, people with nefarious kind of motivations can use the anonymity for their own good um but for the most part like you said you talked about agriculture real estate um there's so many ways that it can be used and um and people are making a case that that is actually the future because you know all this bureaucracy that comes in between uh each country you know Kenya and Tanzania were right next to each other but it seems to be this strange uh relationship due to all kinds of things and and, and all kinds of re- uh, reasons um but we have this decentralized kind of ledger a network of ledgers that now we can all kind of participate in and you can sort of see how the institutions the traditional institutions would have a problem with that because now it's a real threat to their to their standing into their whole relevance like are you relevant going forward because there's an alternative that's more straightforward that anyone can participate in and if we're all trying to have a transparent kind of society it seems like this is the best way yeah and uh, that's not the only thing threatening these older systems it's also just uh leave the uh, uh the systems that the that run logistics in enterprises and institutions first let's even just talk about money in general you know if you're saving your money in a bank right now in a bank account there's no hope that 20 something years from now it's going to like uh be of significant value unless it's in an interest account and 
even in that interest account, it's not earning the interest you think it's earning because eventually, uh, essentially, it's cash is inflationary. Mm. So, yeah, the more and more is being printed out over time to kind of maintain this uh, this balance of, you know, uh, this balance where there's not yeah, yeah there's not too yeah. Mm -hmm. So, leaving your bank. It, in a in a bank, leaving your cash in a bank account right now is literally having a deflationary asset. While these uh, cryptos themselves, they, they're by virtue they are coded, they they're made to appreciate with time. So this even gives opportunities to someone instead of just leaving your money in the bank, you can put it in crypto, stake it, and you actually you have the powers that banks did when. Because banks don't just let your money sit in the bank the bank vault. They loan it out to other people for interest. So you can do that with your own money now. You can be the bank. And uh, I think it's come at the perfect time because people are just like today, man, I, <laughs> I, I, I put the wrong password on my KCB mobile <laughs> app. And that thing locked me everywhere. If I didn't have an ATM account, ATM card, I couldn't account, access my account. And I was so pissed. Uh, I went to the bank today, like sat there the whole day. They, couldn't, they still couldn't help me. Uh, like I think I'm, I'm done with banks. Like today's the last day. <laughs> <laughs> are you, are you stating that you're going full on crypto? Full, full condition crypto. For real? Yeah. Man, that um, is, I'm, I'm, that is very interesting. And um, yeah, I've seen, you know, as I've gotten very interested in this, um field in this new world this is the new world order you know as, as i've gotten into it i've seen how people who are in it go a thousand percent because once you have a firm grasp and you see what the market is doing and where it's going it's it's it kind of feels inevitable or even if you love the dollar so much you can put your cash in a stable coin and it will earn even you can there are stable coins that earn up to 25 percent interest I'm sure there are, you can find on other platforms uh, uh, that offer a much a higher staking rates. But like, if you love the dollar so much, you know you have that option, uh, and you can always access your cash. You know, it's not like the bank where now, you know, if I didn't right. have an ATM card, the, this will be an issue. You know, I'd have to wait for them to fix this issue for me. I'd have to go back tomorrow. And so just, as a, just as a disclaimer, we're not giving financial advice. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. This is not financial. You're listening to a crazy guy, by the way. <laughs> this is not You're financial. listening to a guy who's yeah. lost it. You're a guy gonna, who has, has been scrambled to, by the capitalistic gonna, system here. I'm going to have to put another disclaimer in the intro. So. Yeah. <laughs> Yo, yeah, but, good call. Yeah, but, definitely, definitely put it in there. You, <laughs> you talk about, um, you know, there's so many concepts that are flying that the, the layman will not really understand. So you're saying you talk about if you love the dollar, if you like the stability of, when you say you, you'd rather in, invest in a bank and a savings account, it's somewhat similar to saying you're banking on the dollar, the currency that's uh, around and basically the yeah. world representation is the dollar at this point so it's like when Beda is talking about um a stable coin uh like tether right you have this is a 
cryptocurrency that basically um correct me if i'm wrong yeah it's, it's like basically yes anchored to the dollar and and there's always risk there's a lot actually there's a lot of risk <laughs> doing anything crypto playing around with your money yeah. is not something that shouldn't be taken lightly um but so when you call the stable coin is because they anchor themselves to these currencies and they have they have to make sure they have the clout to back up um the current supply and the demand that's out there so it's like if people were to pull out all their money they have to have the money available right so yeah. the kind of bank right. of that assurity and people knowing that this is they're going to keep it at the dollar rate uh, no matter what cuz uh, other cryptocurrencies one day it's worth this much the next day it's skyrocketing the next day it's plummeting and that's why we say that the the crypto market is extremely volatile and um yeah this this yeah, please this episode uh, don't get fomo and crypto <laughs> fever and start spending your entire you savings will lose on crypto your cash <laughs> you lose your cash yeah. all of it if you do that but yeah man this is really fascinating um like you said you can invest in um a currency and some of them have these um sort of like what a traditional bank would do an inv- uh, a, a savings account and they have these uh, staking pools where you can stake what is in your account and you earn rewards you earn interest and they pay you back in that currency in in most uh, examples and you know i'll i'll say like i said no not advice but i've i've gotten into it you are into it um you know you've been kind enough to show me privately your wallet and um you've been one of the people who have been kind of just uh, schooling me guiding me and uh, showing me what's what and kind of the information that i should go but i have started this journey and um very cautiously uh, but i have put one foot in it and i'm already starting to see how it's working and so now it's like i guess um you don't want to you know there's a big psychological thing when you're playing around with these cryptocurrencies right now there's a and i think this is <laughs> this is something that's really important because i'm th- i'm sure you've seen it with <laughs> some friends of ours and 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 other people you may know this excitement with this buzz that's happening around the crypto space it's intoxicating and <laughs> once you start especially once you put your foot in it and you put your money in it it's kind of like the rush you'd get from gambling and um that's a rush you do not want to feel and that's something you don't want to start playing around with because you will be in a position where you're going to lose a lot because of the volatility will will suck you out and leave you dry and you're going to be like yo man that can better put me on what's up <laughs> right um yeah, it's it's, yeah. it's very volatile and um but yeah it's something that i have gotten into and it's something that i'm looking at very cautiously and just seeing what's happening but honestly i feel like this is something that um our generation may understand and the younger ones so um there's that inevitability about it because it's an alternative that just makes so much sense this decentralized nature um it's like a whole new step to globalization because the internet was one step and this 
once you start bringing everyone's finances in one little pool, it becomes a whole other thing. So I think this is the next step into um, a whole new world where it's decentralized and there's a whole other level to globalization. Yeah, well, you know what, what people don't realize is there's a future coming where neural links are going to be a thing. You see that monkey eating, mm. drinking banana juice, you get and playing nah, nah, nah. with his brain. You didn't see that? No. So, okay. We're, we're looking at a future, possibly 10 years, as if, 10, year, 10, 15 years, if we're stretching it, where we're not like the people who are bold enough to try it will be, will be able, will have the option of, instead of having a phone, have a chip in your brain and you're, you know, like mm, <laughs> you're, you're, you're surfing the web in your, in your mind, you get like, uh, <laughs> For that kind of future to be possible, where let's say you're playing a game on a Neuralink device, NFTs are like not just NFTs, this whole crypto um, uh, ecosystem is vital for that. Or for a future where we have Internet of Things is working like it's supposed to, it's like it's conceptualized to work, where your devices are, are connected, where we have, we like seeing fleets of autonomous cars who no human driver in sight is a normal thing and they're all uh, interacting with each other they are communicating all that needs some level of cryptographic uh, technology or or uh, tracking system that is you know decentralized and mm-hmm. able to track massive massive amounts of information so if you think that feature is inevitable then for sure you know, this is the, the this is blood. The this is the right. yeah. This is the lifeblood for it. <clears throat> Completely makes sense. You know, the, I was, you know, been so interested in this. Um, there's a MIT free uh, lecture that I found on on YouTube uh, talking about blockchain, and there's a couple of them actually. So, you know, I had to do a bit of my own. You know, this is how my curiosity works. May I'll find a lecture, may I'll, you know, and 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 get to know a bit more, and. It's funny because in the beginning, they're talking about different financial systems and, and ways of transacting money. And they actually cited M-Pesa. They cited this Kenyan uh, mobile wallet called M-Pesa and how, um, how it was, how, how, how transformative it is for us. As Kenyans, we may not, you know, because we're, we're so used to it. Like we've had it for, I don't know, 15 years or so. And you know, we may take it for granted and think this is normal, but it's only recently where other countries are using their phone uh, to to pay some of these things. So some of these financial things, uh, systems, it's really, um, you see, it, it really dependent on the kind of uh, economy that you have and, and where the finances are going. And a lot of people in Kenya aren't banked, you know, uh, they don't have bank accounts. They have these mobile wallets, though. So it made so much sense for us, and it just seemed to be so seamless. And I feel like Kenya, if, if there's any place in the world that's maybe not um, ready but can uh, adopt in a mass adoption, have some big event of mass adoption, Kenya could be one of those places. Because just as we kind of, you know, shot above our ground in terms of M-Pesa, um, this this kind of technology makes things so much easier. And when you do online transactions, as an African, you know, things have gotten much easier. 
but when you're doing transactions with you know these international companies and let's say you're this unbanked um person who has no uh banking in, in kenya but you wanna but you do have money and you have it in your mobile wallet and you want to buy something on, on amazon you're gonna have a problem because now you're gonna need to transfer your money to the bank account some sort of visa card and maybe then you you can have your transaction but you know the technology that we're talking about this blockchain technology and where these cryptocurrencies um lie uh, are embedded in has this capability where if they just um have that widget anyone can make that purchase no matter where you are all you have all you really need is an internet connection and your device and that changes the game completely because now i don't need the bank now i don't need any of these uh, middlemen i don't need to sign up for nothing and i can keep all of my assets to myself and only i know how much i earn now because before your stuff is with your bank and whatever happens to that bank you if it if it sinks you're sinking with it so no matter if you're in an interest account if that bank goes you know and there's no bailout you're you're done your money goes with it so you know the technology that's coming it just seems it really does and i've said it the third time inevitable because you can't really argue against a free market like that like only people who would argue against it are the are the gatekeepers the people who would be in who 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 this technology threatens right like the institutions yeah yeah definitely it is it's definitely looking like if the future isn't you know crypto bitcoin is hey make sure high with my back <laughs> but if, if the future isn't uh, any of these uh top 10 cryptos right now it's definitely related to one of them so it's worth keeping an eye out even if the it goes without saying that you know be careful with whatever you put your money in um this is also very this is of course very speculative but it's definitely looking like the future is crypto related but i i actually learned a, 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 something interesting the other day well, well, why so many uh platforms that are backing out of using mpesa to to kind of uh help people uh put money into crypto because it's uh controlled by the central bank of kenya and um for some, like they for them mpesa is already overwhelming like just keeping track of all the transactions going through that and you know liaising with where it's going and trying to maintain to maintain that system it's overwhelming for them that they they <laughs> they try to take on you know crypto crypto uh, related transactions and they call in there to stop it abruptly so like they don't even have the capacity to to start like putting some infrastructure behind crypto right now and that's the reason why um you're seeing Binance had Safari and Pesa I don't know if they put it back but it, there were no Kenyan companies that could uh, offer that uh uh what is it uh is it plug the, the api the, the api, API right? yeah mm. yeah the api for mpesa because uh, the cbk wouldn't let it happen so it was actually a nigerian app that was able to do that i don't know how it did probably some white dude um but um after nigeria 
uh, they banned Bitcoin, banned, you know, that's... Uh, it doesn't have even, any jurisdictions. You know, it's, it's, a, it's a VPN, <laughs> and it's a VPN away, you know? Yeah. Um, <laughs> so uh, when they did that, they, they stopped using M-Pesa, but you, at least you can still use it as a, on peer-to-peer -peer apps. Mm. But um, even M-Pesa right now, it's, it's an old... It's an old uh, uh, technology. It's you know USSD code. It's not scalable. You know, it, yeah. it, it, it's I think uh, I think the average. I, I I might be wrong, but it, I think it was something somewhere between one thousand five thousand uh, transactions per I think per second. Yeah, that is one thing. But when we're talking about a whole <laughs> a whole new way of of doing things, and yes, as you said, like Mpesa isn't. Uh, decentralized at all of course it, it does um it uh it requires that governance and and um i think what they said in the course i was watching is it's basically this uh it's coded um but it's it's still um transferring the ledger it's kind of like intermediary in a way and it kind of just transfers this you know it's like money and pesa it's like a code like that money that you have there is is, is just you know this digits until you withdraw it that's when it becomes maybe actual money but it's just basically just zeros and ones but um yes yeah, like we have we have here you know talking about something that's emerging and it has been man like you've been in this space for some time but right now uh it's taking the headlines as you said like um you've 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 kind of showed the limitations of uh mpesa it's not scalable it has a certain amount of transactions a second and some people are arguing the same thing with with bitcoin bitcoin being one of the uh, being the biggest cryptocurrency um cannot people may argue like it can't be the next financial um you know you know crypto can't be the next financial place because you know you can't they can't keep up with visa they can't keep up with these uh some of these um you know traditional forms where they transact i believe millions a second right um what's the current rate at which the, the transactions are happening at uh, with bitcoin technology blockchain sorry sorry my bad uh bitcoin right now i think it's at around seven eight transactions per second which is way low but if you look at how uh people have gravitated into using bitcoin over time it's more considered like gold rather than the dollar so it's more of a store of value than mm. a means of uh, transactions but uh, you know bitcoin is just the first one you know it, it, of course the first car you know it wasn't it was some steam steam engine car or whatever it was right it's, it's you can't compare to a bugatti so um there are newer uh crypto platforms that are way faster you are i'm hearing speeds as much as high as fifty thousand transactions per second and okay. for just for uh for comparison i'm i'm not sure that i might have to look before i, I speak some <laughs> some <laughs> false facts but we, per second because I, I do know like um like you said um uh as you find it out bitcoin is 
was basically the, the first and um it's kind of like like you said the steam engine so it's like people have uh found different ways of evolving and, and creating more on the blockchain such as ethereum that involves um smart contracts and stuff it's just it's not just a, a currency in its own it's like its own network um yeah right yeah so and also uh some of these platforms the more transactions that are happening on on, on the dlt the digital the, the distributed ledger technology uh the the more transactions it enables uh the platform to have so some just start with like a baseline of ten thousand transactions per second and can be bumped up according to uh how much action is happening on that network and honestly this stuff is just super fascinating man because i was in the course right i'm checking this stuff mining like mining i'm not sure we can be able to go through that topic but it's just an interesting thing how it's like these computers like the mining of a bitcoin it's like what does that mean it's like these computers that are kind of um competing for to 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 solve this problem and the incentive is these rewards like uh and, and, and like the bitcoin and um man it's just hard to wrap your head. It's, it's already it's already been seen as a rudimentary form of uh, reaching consensus right now because uh newer platforms have found simpler ways of using already existing internet protocols to just uh you know, uh, like I've heard of this thing called virtual uh, voting or gossip protocols, where you're getting the same features from uh, mining, where you're 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 verifying uh, some details about this transaction, who who it was from, where it went to, uh, what time it happened, how much was uh, uh, transacted. Mm-hmm. You're getting all those informations, all all that information with. Uh, some simple internet protocol that just tells you, you know, like two bits of info, like uh, the last two IP addresses I I I I transacted with were this and this, and the last two transactions that those two IP addresses transacted are this and this, and just from that small tree of information, you you're getting uh, you're getting a that whole tree of transactions from the first person who started that. Uh, chain mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, yeah and uh so that mining thing is just it, it's it, it was just the first one you know i guess satoshi didn't uh didn't uh see people being that incentivized to get mining rigs to the point that you know a single human right now just uh you know his computer can't do it anymore it's, you you're, you're competing with people who have bought like whole factories right uh all factory buildings full of uh servers and mm. and uh, mining rigs so right i think they you are, are, are you talking new ways of uh the new ways of reaching that consensus that are much much uh scalable and and more efficient and you know um i was talking i was, I was looking at uh one of these cryptos uh one of these blockchains is uh the cardano blockchain and they have their their coin um ada and um but recently they had this um, live event uh kind of like a launching in africa and they had this different you know kind of this advertising um what they're doing right now and their plans ahead and they have 
this specific um, kind of look uh, project for Africa. And it's basically, um, they, they're looking at it as they're really targeting the unbanked and which, which we are in this part of the world. And in particular, they have uh, secured a deal with uh, Ethiopia and they're going to be, uh, there's millions of people who are going to be um, put in there. And in, and in those ledgers is gonna be registration, there's ID, there's all kinds of things that are going to now be uh, really make use of the blockchain. It's gonna be really interesting to see how it's gonna be applied. And, um, and to see the efficacy, you know, of, of of the blockchain, and if it's better than what's there right now, because you know, right now, if you go to, <laughs> if you file a report with the police station or something, let's say, <laughs> uh, or maybe you want something checked at the cleric's office or something, you want to look for a birth certificate of your great granddad or some shit like that, right? <laughs> you will not, you will not. They'll probably chase you away because they know tracking that, you know, they have they probably have a physical print, a physical copy that would be so it. hard to track. And, you know, all of a sudden there's all these uh, blocks and you just cannot get, you know, you don't have access to that information. And some countries are better than others, you know, in the, in the form of digitizing old information and stuff like that. So, but we are in a place like Kenya. Um, uh, I can speak for Africa, I'm sure most African countries where it's like a lot of this stuff is just not there. And this lack of information, this lack of uh, bureaucratic, um, this accountability, you people take advantage of that, right? Like people are unaccounted for. You, you have this internally displaced people that are just forgotten and, and, um, and people take advantage of that. Leaders uh, have... You know, we really, really uh, just um, just take advantage of that and and capitalize, and and those people who are not spoken for are not heard of, and they're never in the discussion. They have so many of these marginalized communities. So now we have this technology now that can put everyone into the mix, and um, you can also hold your your wallet there, your identification. Your stuff, you know, someone may argue this is like the, the this is what they said in the Illuminati, man. You're gonna have all these things, but in a weird way, we're already there, man. We're not talk about fearing Bill Gates' microchips and the coronavirus vaccines. You have the chip in your hand already. You know, it's on your phone. You have your laptop there. If someone wants to track you, if I want to track you, whoever's listening to this, yeah. If I want to track you, I can find you if I really wanted to. <laughs> you know, yeah. We're already there. Yeah. You know? So unless you're going to really switch off, turn off your locations, yeah. not even locations, throw your phone away and just live uh, in the in the bushes, you can, you know, privacy is not really much of an issue. But we have this thing where we are in a world where we, if we can just excuse this whole fake privacy that we try to um, fight for, there's there's this um you know we're also fighting for this transparent world where we're all accounted for and that you can all um you're, you you yeah that's it you're accounted for and you have your rights and they're exercised and you can fight for them and these systems kind of i'm really curious as to where our leadership will will have uh, a problem with this or not because i feel like our guys <laughs> our guys <laughs> will have a big problem with this because it will completely organize things 
where they love it disorganized. Yeah, yeah. I, 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 I was talking to Lindsay of Free Minds session and <laughs> I, you know, she was like, uh, what would you like to tell uh, you know, uh, people who are interested? And I was like, no, I'm, I'm or what, how would you like the government to be involved in something? And I was like, I low-key don't want to like, let people, many people know about this because <laughs> the moment it becomes, you know, prior, a priority for the government, I'm, I'm so afraid that these guys are going to do something stupid. You know, these are the same guys who want you know, an increasing pay when they're, you know, we're in this time and, uh, you know, they, they, they are spineless. Am I allowed to cuss? <laughs> you know, I always put explicit, so, you know, <laughs> go ahead. <laughs> you know, you can just beep, beep, this whole part. You, get <laughs> you know, uh, anyway, let me not dive too deep into that, but, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm scared a bit of what these guys might do if it becomes too messy, because this thing is, it is threatening a lot of the status quo, just how we're used to seeing things happen, especially here in, in the dark continent, in quotes. Um, we, we, we like to do a lot of things in the dark, so to speak. And I, I'm not even going to act like I'm above, you know, anyone else morally, morally, you know, chances are if I get stopped by a cop and I, I can pay my way out of We are like our environment. We are a product. And yeah. it's like, Every Kenyan has has and paid. I'm sure every Kenyan by the if you are reaching your thirties, if you're by by thirty, you have paid enough bribes. Um, <laughs> you have you Trust. have you have been a part of it. You know, it's like it's so hard to escape um, the corruption because it's yeah. a it's a interwoven web that you know yeah, if you so if you come if you if you go against it, something's probably bad is going to happen to you. Yeah, so I'm not trying to act morally superior or anything. Mm. But in fact, I'm realizing that the problem isn't that at the, uh, Kenya has a corrupt problem. The problem is humans are inherently corrupt. If we try, if we find if we're stuck in a capitalistic system and we find a way to get ahead, you know, if we we can rationalize to ourselves that it's it's you know within our moral uh, our moral limitations. Or our moral extents, you know, we can we can rationalize our way to do anything, and uh, that's why I'm so bullish on these uh, this new technology because it promises a world or a future where you don't have to depend on the next human for for trust, you know, trusting and interaction, a transaction, especially when you guys are not in close proximity to each other, you know, it, it, it's it's it offers something that is has never been available in the existence of time of history where from when humans started trading with using cowrie shells as a as a hold of value you know this is the first time we are able to trust that mm. this value in this entity is inherent in something that is outside your, our minds. So the code says that this thing has value and you can trust the code. So uh, right. You don't have to I, trust the, the other party. Like yeah, you trust yeah. in in the system and, 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 and in the code as you said. And there yeah. is no face behind this decentralized blockchain. There is no 
you know, there's not the one big computer where the CIA is controlling the blockchain, right? Like it's like we, everyone kind of, kind of creates it. It's like this ecosystem that's created. It's sort of like a fourth dimension in a way where it's like, it just uh, like, like somewhat like the internet. If everyone just stops using the computer and the internet, you know, it's like internet kind of has, what's its purpose? Because it does depend on connecting computers. It's like, honestly, like I, I, um, I got in with the art thing and, and, and it took me to the, to the financial thing and then it's branching off into all kinds of factors uh in life yo man this this kind of stuff it's just it's it's i feel like i feel like a, a old person trying to understand new things <laughs> <laughs> you know because i feel like this is just the beginning of something that Indeed. can completely change our entire um human experience human experience and you know you're talking about like um blockchain i mean sorry bitcoin is looked at as a uh, as an asset that's kind of growing like a savings kind of asset like gold but at some point there is going to be these transactions that's comp you know if if you know in all intending purposes like if it does go down that path where we see that it is going um we see there is going to be these currencies it's like they can can you know there's a million and one cryptos right now right and it's like, how can we know which one is the one? And like, um, is there going to be the one? And it's like some of these things seem so premature, so early. And it's maybe it's like, you know, some of those questions people ask so early into the technology. It's like, man, you don't even have a grasp of what's going on. Maybe that's why you're even asking those things. So, yeah, you know, it's just like, but someone would wonder, okay, so is Bitcoin the one I should stick with? Because that's going to be the, the, the cowrie shell of the day. Or what's gonna happen? It's 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 hard to say. You know, even even now, you can't say it, which is the currency. You know, mm. like the every country has its own. So me, the way I see it, like uh, maybe it's gonna evolve into like industries where there's a dominant uh, currency, maybe or platform, crypto platform for like shipping industries, or there's a dominant one for like uh, getting loans for this percentage uh, or. There's a dominant one for, you know, tracking vaccines from production to, you know, uh, to distribution. Mm. It does make sense because like right now, I guess it's based off national currencies, right? Like, so if your economy is the, is the big one where, you know, the world may use your, uh, your, 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 your uh, currency. So when that is decentralized, when that doesn't matter anymore, it's like, what, what will be the what is going to align those currencies if it's not a national a kind of thing um it might yeah it does make sense that it'll be industry based it's like okay maybe in the gaming industry there's something like this maybe in the yeah you know uh, real estate i, I don't know it, it seems yeah <laughs> this it's, it's so many questions because it seems like we're like this is the infant stage of this of this technology yeah, I mean, even right now, the thing driving even my investment uh, attitude is use case, potential use case for these uh, uh, cryptos. So it just makes sense that it's the use case that is going to win over time because people are going to have to see, okay, what does this uh, actually do? You know, right now is just the beginning stages where people are making claims. 
But five years down the line, two years down, three years down the line, that's when you're going to start to see, okay, the companies that chose this crypto are doing this good. The companies that chose this crypto, the, the countries that chose this crypto are doing this good. So, so I think um, th that's, that's something kind of important to kind of um, note because um, someone may get into this and just look for whatever is buzzing and just want to kind of um, invest in, in something that because, you know, it's not just a, it's at the top Don't. of everyone's, <laughs> right? You know, it's like <laughs> exactly, yeah. People are going into Doge, going or whatever it is. People will do things because of the market. People just do things because they heard someone else doing it. And like you talk about use cases, like what does that even mean? Because you know, like you know, when I say cryptocurrency, you're just thinking of a currency, like a dollar, like a whatever. What do you mean use case? Like that is like you know, for someone, for layman, what does that mean? Because a lot of these things um, I've found, I've, I've had to kind of just kind of learn and, and, and it's, it's growing on me is that it's not just some sort of currency that's out there floating and we just pump in money into it and gives it its value. Um, some are growing for certain reasons, like Dogecoin is mostly because of just uh, Elon Musk tweeting about it and it's, it's a meme, uh, the dog meme that's uh, you know famous throughout the internet um so basically someone made a parody of cryptocurrencies and now it's become it's become its own little <laughs> thing so some a case like that we find is no real use case like you know what it's what is it there for it's there for fun basically but somehow it has gotten a crazy amount of value and uh continues to be very volatile um but so so what do you mean by use cases um yeah and, and, okay, and sorry so, and maybe you can just like kind of uh, lightly explain how uh, you know someone any tom dick and harry can make a coin and, and maybe it's like that can give a bit more context as to what a coin is mm -hmm. and 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 it, yeah and why it, it should have a use use usage um for someone who may want to invest okay so bitcoin is already like uh you know like a, a rudimentary coin where it has very few use cases compared to the new ones that are coming out now in the uh, meaning that it can be used to to make transactions to as a as a or as a store of value um but what you need to understand that is the cryptocurrency itself the token it's more like a byproduct of this huge network of this huge system that is supposed to which its main work is to validate transactions so in bitcoin for example the 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 bit the bitcoins are a reward for the minting for the for the mining of of uh, this uh, complex math problem um but there are other uh, uh, other platforms, crypto platforms like Ethereum, for example, where now it was one of the first to bring in the possibilities of writing smart contracts and uh, uh, on your token, so that you're not just use you not you don't ha just have a, a limited uh, token. You have something that can carry out actions, you know on behalf of the holder of that uh, of that token and 
these have become more intricate over time where you're seeing uh, some and some crypto platforms are more suitable for you know different uh, different asset classes you know so it's become much more uh, complex where you're seeing uh, very unique uh, use cases like tracking energy flow where you can be able to even pause your your you know you can pause energy coming in from like an app or you can decide to sambaza your energy to someone uh like electricity this is, uh, is what i mean like this is imagine a future where we all have smart homes with batteries battery packs somewhere in the garage and you, you not only are you getting uh electricity from the grid you are you also maybe you have solar and you are able to store excess energy and you can sell that excess energy if you want. So all those all those uh, capabilities are enabled by these uh, these uh, intricate uh, crypto platforms that have more use cases than just storing value or enabling transactions. And these these use cases span through many industries. They can be tailored to specific needs and it just depends on on uh, who's making and making it and what their motivation is but of of course right now it's become so prevalent that anyone can with no coding background you can go into a website right now and make your own cryptocurrency that it can do some rudimentary function functions that are already commonplace right now you know so it's not like it's a special thing uh so you as much as there are thousands of cryptocurrencies out there it, they're not all gonna last chances are it's like a few hundred at the most that are gonna last the tide of time so right now it's mostly speculation we're still yet to see just how these uh, cryptocurrencies once deployed into the real world and once the use cases are actually tested the real life events how they how they fare um but until then, it's mostly speculative right now. That's why anyone is advised to only put in as much as they're willing to lose if they're thinking of that. <laughs> yeah, man. Um, <laughs> yeah, that's something that um, uh, that I've had to kind of uh, pay attention to. Like, you know, once you get into this space and you look at a, a few YouTube videos, you'll get all kinds of names getting thrown at you and um, like, oh, this coin is going in the air and this one is mooning and you have all these terms that are shooting at you and you feel like there's a race. And uh, because, you know, you want to get it before it, it, it shows yeah, Actually, one thing, one, one thing we should definitely touch on is the emotional turmoil that comes with the volatility of this space. You know, people don't realize it. And that's why I said only money. It's, it's like it's like gambling. And um, yeah. so if you give in to FOMO, um, you're most likely gonna get hurt. And you know, me, I'm very careful with my money because <laughs> money comes and goes. So you want it to stay as much as possible. And like um when you have these volatile volatile assets uh, you really want to be careful with it 
and that's why it's like you invent you investing into stocks or whatever you want a sure thing and uh traditionally um we have the banks we have these index funds that you can you know getting into and and all kinds of ways that you can invest and you just want that security and um that's great you know because you know the volatility of the crypto market is is quite um it's it's euphoric in 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 the kind of stimulation it can induce because of how things can shoot up and i don't even want to talk about the upside because some people will just get too excited <laughs> i don't want to say how people have made money because that's how they get you and there's so many scams <laughs> into in this kind of things like i'm sure the problem is yeah it's, it's funny because i'm going to have to post i'm going to have a post about this and i'm going to have to yeah. say the right words the right hashtags and but here's the thing though here's the uh-huh. thing if you can get scammed in any industry there is no industry that is exempt from you know taking advantage of gullible people so right. that's the lesson here not that you, oh crypto is bad because you might be scammed you can be scammed with, with the kenyan shilling yeah that's right that's right you could be a model yeah. and you know someone sees you're a model and you're vulnerable you want a job someone can take advantage of you no matter you know, in every industry there's there's someone trying to make a quick buck and manipulate you for your naivety or ignorance or whatever it may be and that's the same case in this in this um in this field because i guess it's just highlighted because um we we're talking about currencies we're talking about assets we're talking about money so um we do have to have that disclaimer and uh really you don't want to scare people but you do have to be very informed and aware that there's some information don't be dumb that's right that's it man because I, like as i was just saying earlier i'm going to have to post about this right about this episode whatever and some of the key terms i'm going to use <laughs> you know some of the hashtags i'm going to use i know it's just going to attract the worst kind of spam i'm going to have to live with this thing on my podcast probably for the next two months after i post crypto whatever they're going to spam me and you know i'm sorry guys if they come and end up following you uh, and stuff like that you know <laughs> my bad but um but this kind of knowledge you know where this knowledge is power and um where this power you can be corrupted and 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 this is where you have to kind of just be very careful and you know like like i said you know when you're dealing with money you have to be very cautious and um someone shouldn't have to tell you a million times to 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 be wise don't be stupid like you know we're trying to be real over here and talk about something that is groundbreaking in terms of where humanity is going this is not a this is not a fad this is not a trend this is something that uh the human species has evolved in terms of um how they transact uh and it's changing how um how everything operates so when we see the blockchain technology implementation in africa that's something i'm going to be really keen on and hoping for the best you know you say you know you're talking about you know you, you sometimes you don't want to talk about certain things because of uh, sometimes it's a buzz but like at the same time you also want to promote this kind of technology because this is where we want to go this i would rather we operate on this level than any other because everything else is a depreciating 
um, kind of platform and you know your assets are going down over time you're you're at the mercy of other people that don't have your best interests and sometimes it's just like you know I would rather look out for myself than anyone else um, that you know sometimes we're in just you know we know it how we're in such certain governments where you know one day something can just be signed and boom you know it's like <laughs> it's just it's it's so there's the insecurity and just um you just don't know where things may go you want to have that um i don't know for me i i want to have another another avenue where i can kind of just see that okay this is something that is harder to corrupt you know the funny thing is our people our leaders they're probably already there man. they probably have their wallets and they're stuffing it silly <laughs> they're transferring yo, from the offshore accounts money, okay, instead of Aye. using offshore accounts they're using now bitcoin wallets <laughs> ah man like I, that's that's probably that's probably and, and, and the thing is that's what the central bank and the institutions will say that's the bad thing about crypto when course, in reality yeah. it's really about you know they're they're threatened by it yeah them staying in control <sighs> yeah, dude, they, what, what, they, is there anything I mean, else that's exciting you in this kind of um you know future talk and just like you know the upcoming technologies and stuff around this because i know you you get you stay ahead you know you, you showed me some of these things way back <laughs> <laughs> and I'm finally catching up. So you okay, guys, what's up, man? What's next? Yo, me Neuralink. Neuralink is. Yo. Oh yes, yes, that, yes, yes, yes. That, Honestly, I haven't gone so deep into it, um, but the headlines I've read, some of the things that I've come across, it just seems like sci-fi. So I'm just like, whoa! I cannot wait because it seems like bro. something like you'd seen, you know, in the year 2351. But now it's like these things are not too far away, right? Not you know, Neuralink, Internet of Things, five G, crypto. When those four worlds collide, that's the, <laughs> that's the, that's that's that synergy I'm waiting for. That's like that, that's gonna bring uh, like it's gonna blow every everything in our history out of the water, man. All this all this bullshit, this city. You know, we don't share one reality thing where you know you you believe in your conspiracy theories. Me, I believe like uh, I just see that completely change. Like even this capitalism as we know it, who knows if it's gonna last? You know, like let's ask. I just don't see. A future where you know we we can stick a neural link in a human and a stick a neural link in a whale and those two can have conversations and uh, we are still treating you know like we don't have we still don't have universal basic income we still don't have uh, you know uh, uh, we still have poverty you know it just it, for me for those two to exist for for a world to exist where we're still in a capitalistic world where some people have this this device that you can uh, experience heaven on earth, you know, in your office. It doesn't uh, make sense, right? Like it can't happen it, concurrently. It, it, you can't be out yeah, in the it, dark. There's no dark continent once you're in the it, 5G it, 
and you yeah. have blockchain like it, it can't be it won't happen without like a revolution or war have like like that if there's any you know all most wars and revolutions happen when there's so much there's a the rift between the the haves and have nots is really huge anywhere mm. like uh right. you know you 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 increase the 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 price of bread by two cents and that's it that's mm. the straw that breaks the camel's back mm. but you know if we get to that point where there is some rich person in his <laughs> mm. he's put a neural link in his dog you get the dog is coming everywhere because he's chasing bitches in his head and there's a there's a guy sweeping his backyard you get as in watching the dog doing that shit like if we get there then i man i don't i don't know man like i, I yo man <laughs> that's up. humanity so, but some of these Lost. wait i haven't heard some of the some of the advancements and some of the ideas in terms of neuralink i've heard of um, cases where it can like it can help with certain diseases like alzheimer's perhaps it, it the way it interacts with the brain um if you have some sort of deficiency it can like <laughs> kind of like a hot wire um in in certain yeah. cases uh, so what are you talking about no. connecting it with your dog and stuff like what is this like okay listen this <laughs> this idea for neuralink helping like people with uh, uh disabilities or whatever that's you know like uh how how can they what's an analogy that is that how they they get people into liking it mass adoption yeah yeah that's that's like you know you who thought you know when when that's like the calculator to the comp- the tip of the iceberg attempt at computing you know like okay let, let's find something that helps do this uh, big math and that evolved into this thing where we are holding in our pockets and we are you know we are talking right now in different uh, geographies or different locations you know that's akin to their first um use case which is to help you know people who that's like their their wiggle room into the uh, of course once you help someone you know who is blind see man uh, you give put some infrared on that thing and some night vision and give that thing to me again. like <laughs> so yeah you know, but some of so, this is scary man some of this is literally becoming some scary sci-fi thing because once your brain is connected to some kind of framework because it has to be connected to something you know link right this is right there in the link and it's not just linking your mind to whatever it's also linking it to this web we're in right and whatever web it may be at that time like people can people become hackable <laughs> uh, uh can people be what can people become hackable i mean <sighs> that's okay that's now where where we need to like uh reevaluate our current systems because you know live hacking alone you get will we be subject to ads you know? <laughs> <laughs> he's on the he's, he's he doesn't have the no. premium neural link guy so <laughs> <laughs> Hell no. I'm not going to be linked to some ads you get some ad roll out and you can't skip that thing. 
<laughs> but, yeah, man. But, but 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 see that's where crypto comes in now you see you see, you see this uh there there are because a lot a, a, a big issue in the ad world right now is there's a lot of counterfeit views where you're paying for an agency to you know give you views and then uh what happens is you know you they just you, you just get a lot of these bots these uh bot uh bot views and stuff like that and uh one way ads ad, ad, like at least visionary ad companies are trying to fight that is by nft like uh an ad so that it can track it can track uh exactly who viewed it you can track if those uh viewers were actually legit viewers you can do all this kind of, and it, it can you can also from your side you can decide whether or not to be tracked and stuff like that or whether to get uh what information you'd like to to you know it gives you much more control over your data mm-hmm. uh, than the current system so you know that's why i'm i'm saying it. when those four industries merge internet of things um crypto uh neuralink i forget the fourth one but when, when those four and yeah 5g yeah what was this internet of things because we've talked about all the other ones okay 5g yeah. i think everyone kind of knows what that, what that is uh-huh so so 5g is there to i guess also speed up the iot mm-hmm. internet of things in a field where devices are going to be also connected to this network and mm-hmm. uh, you can think of uh uh crypto internet of things as layers the internet itself as layers of this behemoth network that is going to be that is going to connect all us humans in the near future and uh uh internet of things is basically yeah the thing that is going to power a driverless cars the thing that is going to power your smart home you know you come in and you you have Jarvis from Iron Man asking you what song you'd like or what food you would like prepared uh so that's the internet of things where devices i guess now merge that with neuralink and you know you'll be able to to you know on your way home in your in your driverless car you tell your equivalent of Siri back home to start making like lasagna or whatever you feel fancy <laughs> eating or start rolling your blunt you get in the smart kitchen like <laughs> the smart kitchen yo but yeah. and i think man <laughs> So yeah like think of a future where all those things are existing at the same time. What yeah, the, I think like, I, I think people ready. are still um when I look at the difference between 4G and 5G I think people as haven't yet even comprehended that difference because there's a big oh. there's a big step. You know it's a huge step. Yo. And like this can just even without all these other things just 5G on our framework um it adds so many capabilities like streaming services like this just they 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 don't become anything they they become um it's like this second nature and 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 yeah. all of a sudden the infrastructure is ready for the next thing it's like okay how can we maximize the network 
and that's how that happens with everything right Com- computer technologies like how can we build a better processing system what and then um we just see things if if there's one thing you can bank on is that humans will not stop innovating and and making fast things faster and um and connecting us on scales that we can't even comprehend and um you know with the i feel like with you know since trump man there has brought a lot of conspiracies out of the shadows conspiracy theorists and there's so much of this you know you know unrealistic they call it skepticism but it's just it's this bullshit bullshitism and it's like you're not really and then there's a there's you know when whenever there's a kind of next step you're going to a, a, another step you know something that we can't really fathom i wonder what people the conspiracy people were saying before the internet right when these things were emerging but like something like this um it's it's a it's it's a field day for the conspiracy theorists because everything is somewhat speculative it's like we're just uh, we're just right before things are happening we're seeing the foundations are being set but it's like oh 5g you know you know that's there to i don't what i don't even remember the conspiracies <laughs> but you had some outrageous thing covid and you're like wow antennas are causing covid you right you know does the does the 5g come with the covid or and it comes with the Yo, 666 microchip as well and and <laughs> bill gates and 5g and corona like what <laughs> this guy i remember in <laughs> when we were coming to the new millennium there was a guy who preached that all computers are going to kill their owners and they're going <laughs> to like he was yeah, I, i like i was a kid though but i me yeah, i was i was terrified enough to believe that shit <laughs> like uh, i didn't turn on the tv that new years <laughs> yeah guys uh, guys <laughs> Yo, so you know, it, it can make you think and sometimes you have this perception as africans you know where you feel like oh yeah what test dummies were guinea pigs and there's this perception and it's not completely unfounded because there has been you know different things that have happened throughout history where it's like maybe it's ptsd talking and um like with the vaccine rollout africans are like yo don't bring that you know test it on yourselves first <laughs> before you bring it here and then at the same time you know then the next sentence they're like yo how come we're not getting our vaccines you know what's up you know these guys don't want africans to get the vaccines so it's like man you have to choose one argument you know but it, we see there's um this some of these technologies can be stopped like a conspiracy guy can't stop the um the the need and uh you know the innovation in in technology you know so internet speeds are guaranteed to keep getting faster so as technology goes maybe one day fiber cables will be nothing and we'll just you have some sort of technology where we just i don't know satellite space i don't know how we work you know there's another way where we can just obtain this kind of connectivity without these physical cables you know seas polluting and all these things it's like we're getting to a place where um you know like i've also been in the argument for you know going back to crypto and these technologies it takes a lot it's 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 computers that's what it is and there's so much power that's involved especially with the the old forms of proof of work 
as opposed to proof of stake. There's, there's, there's a lot of um, talk going on like with the environmentalists by looking like this is a lot of energy that's being, um, that's being used just for little calculations that are being, uh, that are being done for, for some would say not even a big purpose. Like, you know, for me to mint, you know, my artwork, I'm using so much computer power just for a little old graphic for Roger yeah. Gray, you know. Yeah. And, and I, so, I bet, I bet there are people who say the electricity, you know, the electricity bills that the internet is gonna have. <laughs> oh my God! Yeah. So, Come on. So <laughs> they are, you know, <laughs> don't joke, man. Because me, I also had to consider. I'm like, okay, is this what is what is up with this thing, you know? Because there's a big buzz around it. It's like, but there is a lot of consumption. Right, and we're trying to look for the environment, energy usage, and stuff like that. But at the same time, the current system that we're in—you know—how much does it contribute to deforestation? You know, we're using paper as a, as our money, and how much, how much, man, how many uh, the paperwork that's involved, the amount of uh, the offices, the the infrastructure that's that that needs to cater to the financial system right now is mind-blowing so i had a time where i was really considering this argument for um you know this energy usage but like when you look at it man the current system has depleted everything it has killed our environment times a million you know because of capitalism that spurred on consumerism there's not just the effects of the environment there's also the psychological effect where you know so 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 it's like so the effect can't really be you can't really quantify it because it's just so far stretching so whereas i have listened to that argument it's totally thrown out the window because um you can do much less with a bunch of computers uh than you know out there you know destroying real estate to create a to to tap into a natural resource so in the end of the day, we end up using so much fossil fuels and then and our, our, our trees, our environment and, and our natural resources just to print a piece of paper so that we can trade. It seems just, it doesn't make sense. And uh, sometimes it feels like maybe you're so stuck in your ways that you can't even imagine anything else. So it's like you haven't even considered um, what you're leaving behind you know, so, so sometimes it's like they say, stick with the devil, you know, but it's like right now, you know, we don't want a devil. <laughs> it's like just going to another system that's more um, universal because right now it just doesn't make sense. Yeah, yeah. Um, that's, a, that's a heavy discussion, but... But you call bullshit, basically, oh, I, right? The the whole environmental so you call bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> you guessed it. I can see. Like uh, me, how I'm thinking. Okay. We didn't. We didn't. It's it's not like we chose to be the species on this earth, but you know, it's cognizant of its place here, and you know, is aware of time, and and we kind of fumbled into this precarious position where we are now the leaders of the earth spaceship right yes um 
I don't even think that we knew what that's that what we were doing when we were taking over these other species that were competing with us. But you know, now we're in this position where we are the custodians for this planet. And I, you know, like considering this these <laughs> privileges I'm enjoying right now, where I'm talking to my boy or, or, or who is miles away, you know, with very uh minimal lag you know i can it's it's coherent we can have a conversation and record it and it will last through time in video form you know i think mm. we've, we've done well for ourselves as apes who are just you know spinning through space man we this comes down to me for with that whole natural and natural uh um argument where me i think anything that happens on this earth is natural like there's no unnatural you know if we fuck up this atmosphere until we expire and we are we're exterminated by our own efforts that i think that's you know that's the natural it's, course it's of natural. things you know <laughs> yeah yeah like <laughs> we, we got what we deserved you know but if we're also the same ones who are cognizant enough to wake up in the midst of uh, us fucking this planet up and you know fix it that also that's also natural if we're also the ones who end up you know connecting our brains digitally you know with some we are the universe doing this thing you know we are we are we are we're not we're not these at the individual aliens who you know at each has his destiny and you know no we are this sea of ants and who are run by ideas and you know they 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 have less control than they think and they are just literally floating through existence and time man so given having said that me i think we are doing great you know it's just a1 you know, we <laughs> as much as we know we have extinct we have uh, exploited our environment and gotten rid of many of the species that shared this environment with us nature has killed way more species you know before us you know and we could be one of those that nature kills so me i think those are politics that come with these meat bags you know that have egos and so yeah. i guess it's a form of um um this correct uh, what's it called political correctness right like you want to seem like you're thinking for everyone but really you know if you look into the context of humanity like you put it man you we've come a long way and like we deserve a gold star for, for sure yeah. do, you, do you believe in the stone ape theory i mean it's a, it's a valid possibility man i wouldn't be so, it, it could be that it also could be some aliens came and gave us some you know <laughs> some foreign intelligence who knows man what do you think but the, I don't know maybe I don't like to make any uh you know it's not like you're making a bold concrete. claim you know you don't have to like you know but I'm just <laughs> just you know if you're to lean on one I, side say I what you think both. say what you think and what you wish okay um from my understanding of science and how uh consciousness has evolved you know from when you look at our primates relatives and you look at other distant relatives like reptiles and how you know their brains work and you can see this logical progression you know i 
it's hard when you look at the DNA, the difference of the DNA, the DNA between like a chimpanzee or a bonobo ape, which is like at 98% apple, uh, a similarity with a human. Um, and you see that this 2% or 1% difference in DNA is what causes this whole uh, infrastructure that we've conjured up from our fucking collective consciousness. Um, it's hard to, 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 to think that at just some mushrooms over time or, you know, like uh, whatever uh, psychedelics, the Stone Day theory uh, suggests shot us through that evolutionary, evolutionary chart. Um, I could see how that's possible. I could see how that's possible because um, it's hard to see how that small difference can be just natural evolution. Mm. But I could also see how it's, especially now with the Pentagon, you know, wild governments coming out and like, hey, but they guys, aliens, we don't know. It's uh, a pyramid in the sky. We don't know. You know, it's, it's like now these other possibilities also like way more, man, I was having a conversation with my dad about aliens. Like, what do you think? You think like these things are out there? And my dad is like, yo, who knows? I said, Pentagon. I said, there's a guy who's in his 60s, dog. So, <laughs> yeah, like, um... who fucking knows in 2021, man? Like, everything is up for grabs. Like, me, I'm, I'm just happy that we are here and we, we have <laughs> access to that information. It can be solid in a way that you know and I know that what we just saw is a UFO video. And you and I, we've tried, you know, I'm, I'm not saying we tried psychedelics <laughs> together, but we could have tried. <laughs> 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 Yo, 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 man, chill. No, but like, as in, we can do our own research and determine for ourselves how reliable this information is. So, I'm, I'm, I'm open to both explanations, either or. I'm open know, to both of them happening real it's, at the it's same only time. someone who, it's only someone who has, or at least I, I can, I can guess, someone who has, you know gotten stoned like the ape who can <laughs> picture that scenario otherwise someone who just googles it and has no idea about um what psychedelics can do to the mind can be like yo man get serious you know but <laughs> you know if you have gone through that your mind has gone uh, into any kind of psychedelic state uh you know you can kind of entertain the thought that apes once upon a time um, stumbled across some <laughs> a field of mushrooms or whatever it may have been and that kind of you know who knows um, but it's a very entertaining kind of theory and uh, for that to kind of create genetic changes is somewhat I guess hard to believe <clears throat> And and yeah, so that, that little percentage change is like wow. Um, but if you think about it, one percent in evolutionary terms could be all the difference. Like that one oh, little yeah, thing yeah, yeah. takes you to a whole different place. So I think sometimes we look at these percentages, and um, it's kind of like how they and say fact, uh, how much of the brain we use a certain small percentage. You're like, man, I need to use at least one more percent. And yeah, sorry, you're saying. And in, in 
in fact, everything changes our brains by the day. Like even me sipping this whiskey at this moment is changing my brain as we speak. So it's like a, a, a right. direct consequence of this might be that my, you know, my great grandson has an affinity for this particular right. whiskey. Who, who right, which brings back the stone oh. ape theory. Like if generations of um, a certain clan, uh, a little you know a little uh yeah what do they call you know, a little family a bunch of yeah oh. family of of apes that lived in a particular area where these <laughs> psychedelics were and for generations they seem to keep going back and 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 they got that um advantage in their you know in their in their Completely standing in their place in the in the scheme you can see how it could kind of change over time <laughs> and if uh, and if you're using that as your advantage and to conquer your environment some of those things can be passed and maybe learned and maybe maybe that's the real thing it's like okay you learned you get these epiphanies when you're in these states and it's like maybe that thing um these epiphanies taught and learned through time um creates these changes that now become genetic like you have these apes even right now that uh we see using tools and we kind of separate ourselves because of the the tool usage and how we use tools and our opposable thumbs and all these things but we see now apes these days um and like i don't say these days like you know this year they started you know using sticks for whatever but like you see some of these behaviors that other apes learn and so some communities of apes do certain things that others don't like even elephants let's go to elephants because you know that's something else that's maybe we're not genetically next to, but to see how nature can learn is we have these elephants where in drought periods where there's uh, not, where plants aren't easy to for- forage, they have these trees that still have these um, um, flowers that can't be reached. And you have some elephants that can stand on their two feet, right? And mm. that can reach for these things. And not all of them can do that because that's a, that's a major balancing act for something that heavy. But you see some of them do watch, 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 and they learn. And it's like over time, you never know. You might have <laughs> in a million years, you have walking <laughs> elephants in two feet. That'll be scary. <laughs> uh, yo, I mean, no, no, that's it? not, I'm not saying. <laughs> I'm not saying. Like, yo. But, you know, but how this, evolution yeah, works, yeah. How, how we came to be. Man, that thing is quite interesting. And like, um, I, I, would, I would prefer that. In terms, of if I was ask, answering my own question, I would prefer the stoned ape to the alien one, but I, I would wish for the alien one because that's more interesting. Is you know, it's like, oh, okay, so who are our our fathers? Who are, who are our, our real fathers? Oh, okay, yeah, because you know, me, I was thinking like, you know, you see hieroglyphs where you see like someone in like a spacesuit in the hieroglyphs something flying in the sky so, beaming like a space, yeah someone in a spaceship with like you know no this thing was grown like 4000 bc ago right and I mean, that's the thing that but you know maybe it was psychedelics that showed these people <laughs> uh, who knows man like yeah maybe uh, they showed these people those the, visions and yeah that's what they that's what inspired it <laughs> but man at this point it's anyone's guess you know like because First of all, there are, there are so many people who won't even trust that there are hieroglyphs 
that depicts you know futuristic humans from photo you know that's something that can be up for argument right now in this fucking fake news world where yeah, I, I don't know what kind of what kind of proof you need to to sure, show us. You know, i'm sure there's a few websites you, debunking those hieroglyphs like well, nah, that's not real we, <laughs> yeah i mean i'm sure there are friends in our circle who will be like yeah, ah. yeah. <laughs> Yeah, um, yeah, trust me, I do keep an eye on this UFO news. Um, always interesting. Obviously, Joe Rogan is someone who can, you know, who drops one of these He's articles <laughs> every month. There's something. And uh, shit, man, who, who knows? But, man, I love being an ape and I love being a human. Yeah. This shit is very interesting. This <laughs> is wild. Um, It's better than any video game. Yo, and maybe we can just leave it at that, man. Yo, dude, thank you so much for this conversation. Anytime, my G, anytime. Pleasure. To the, to the apes out there spinning in space, you know. Um, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> take care, man. Like, enjoy, enjoy this life. And don't take things too personal and too, you know, don't, don't scrutinize life too much. Because at the end of the day, this shit is incredible. <laughs> fire feed that energy life is good <laughs> I'm and just like that people it's a wrap i hope you enjoyed listening to this episode like i enjoyed having it it was great having can better on yo if you like this episode make sure you let us know rate follow do all the things necessary okay <laughs> check out can better I'm going to put all his details in the description so you can go and check him out. Otherwise, let me know if there was a particular topic in here that you were interested in. It's like, hey, talk about that. Talk about this. Um, and uh, I might just do that. Okay. So let me know. Just hit me up. Otherwise, take care of yourselves. I'll holler at you in the next episode. My name is Roger Gray. This is the Gray Zebra Podcast. Peace.